Yourself. Hey, everybody. It's another episode of Go Flix Yourself. My name is Ben Conowitz, and with me, as always, is the Thanksgiving to my Christmas, Bradford Omen. And that's me. I'm stuffed full of stuffing. What are you doing? What is that? Uh, I'm, I'm so excited for Thanksgiving. You know what, uh, Nate Laux, you're the you're the Fourth of July to my Christmas. Because you're the bomb. Wouldn't, wouldn't that was he, a firecracker? Wouldn't, saw, yeah, it was wouldn't good. he be Easter? No, no. I mean, just just because I'm a man of faith doesn't mean I have to be Easter. Every no, it's because you yeah. like eggs. You call him Easter boy all the time. It's really Seriously, offensive. It's, it's 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 becoming very hurtful. I call him Easter boy for also, a much different reason. Predictable. You know, we spent all last week not on this podcast but in therapy, and we went over that multiple times. We did. Talk, Brad, can I talk to you over here quick? We, we talked about this, buddy. Ah, Thanksgiving! Okay, we also talked about the voice. Hey, you want some green bean casserole? You said you wouldn't do the voice. Hey, look over here, it's yams! What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> yams! Did you guys, uh, were you guys hopefully enough ever to have a, a relative that brought a jello with some fruit in it? First of all, uh, don't say that in such a derogatory <laughs> way because Jello with fruit is fucking delicious. Okay. And second no, of all, not. no, it's not. And, and second of all, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> but it sounds like you wish you, you would. Yeah. You're, yeah you're just like, I, I would be. I wish. I, I actually, I, I wish that, that someone in my family would bring Jello with fruit in it because I no, would. No, you don't. No, you don't. I would love also, it. Also, I would. Oh, it would be so scrumptious. The way, nim, 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 nim. the way you were going with that, I thought you were like, have you ever had somebody bring canned yams? Because that's what we were talking about right before. I'm starting to think about and and skin the turkey at your house. Initially, I was thinking, do you guys ever or have have you ever had candied yams that are candied, right, with marshmallows or something like that? But then that quickly went to, oh, I remember my aunt brought Jello with fruit in it. I see what that's even worse. How do you not like Jello with fruit in it? Because it's gross. Why? I don't think I've ever had it. What is? What? That's just too different of texture for me. To oh, go from oh, jello it's a te- oh, it's a texture thing. It, well, yeah, but to like something hard inside jello. It's never jello. like Ugh. it's never like well, a, it's, not it's not hard. Like a, it's, it's like it's like it's like they put like like a. If like, this is a long way to say what the sponsor is, I'm gonna be so upset with it, you. But it'd be like a now lime I, jello with like mandarin oranges. Yeah, yeah. exactly. No, well, no, here's I don't want lime jello. <laughs> But, but like, I don't Wait, no. you had a problem with just the lime jello portion, not the mandarin oranges? I'm just not a big fan of lime jello. But no, I, I was just going to say, I like having mandarin oranges in a jello. I like having pineapple chunks in oh, a jello. What is wrong with Why? you? Why? Because I fucking like fruit and jello. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. You no, know what? No. You know, I, I'm glad I brought the sponsor I did today. <laughs> you just today, you're getting, you're getting fucking punished. <laughs> no, oh, no. Yeah, yeah. Happy Easter, motherfuckers. <laughs> it's kettle corn peeps. No. Suck <laughs> no. Suck it! You get over here. You just oh. shovel one of these fucking little yellow birds in your mouth. <laughs> so impressive. You take one of these salty sweet peeps and you shove it in your peeper. This <laughs> is what you get for fucking. I, I, oh no, you can have. Them. No, no. You take one of those peeps and you put it in your damn mouth. You son of a bitch. He got three of them. You got the, you got the, the wrong part of the wishbone. <laughs> the wish I got, you got four of them. I got one. I need four of them. You've got four. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. <laughs> oh, Jesus. That's, that's the first projectile we've had on Go Flix Yourself, I think. Nate just hit me in the mouth <laughs> with a peek. Oh, you know what? That flavor's not bad. I don't know why I put the whole thing in my yeah, mouth. I was, was going to say, why'd you shove the whole thing in your mouth? Just take, <laughs> take a bite, you idiot. <laughs> I, did, I did the same thing. And I did worse. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's like your first rodeo. I took one bite of this peep and I'm done. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, it's so bad. <laughs> it's stuck in my mouth. <laughs> I don't want to 
want to do this anymore. I gotta say, I don't. Uh, the the flavor is not bad. It's it's not quite as uh as salty as real kettle corn, and so the mix of the salty oh. and sweet isn't as good as as real kettle corn. But it's it's, it's okay. It's <laughs> no, got a, no, it's not. a little bit of a buttery flavor to it, like kettle corn does. Oh, but God. but again, they're peeps, so like I don't really. You know, I don't like peeps. That's the, that's the thing. Is like I'm always curious to see how they capture the flavor. But the 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 granulated sugar on the marshmallow, I'm not. I'm yeah, not so, a fan so of. let's just not do that again. Yeah. Don't. Oh no no. As long as there's a new flavor of peeps, they will they will come on on the, on the show at some well, point. Well, I have, I immediately have an upset stomach. Well, it's, it's immediate. You should. I mean, I think that's probably the uh, the diet coke. Caffeine free and Jack, you have with no ice in your glass. That's yeah, the peep. <laughs> the cup that you probably haven't washed since we came down here <laughs> several months ago. <laughs> it's a new glass. You know what? That's very offensive. <laughs> we talked about this. We oh, last week we spent all week talking about this. No and voice. Here you go. And very quickly. Also, we had mentioned no hurting peeps. feelings. Last week I spent a day shitting my brains out. <laughs> you did. I was I was blasting ass like a garden hose. <laughs> oh. yeah. yeah, it hurt really bad. After like the first ten times, pro- yeah, because my ass was just raw. Oh, okay, all right. Let's just cut all that. <laughs> nope, it's staying in. No, and the evidence of that is you hearing it right now no. in the podcast. We are live streaming tonight. Yep, that's it. Didn't get cut because I am the editor, and I wanted to talk about my asshole. <laughs> So oh. for those of you that are listening for the first time, <laughs> it's a movie podcast. Some- <laughs> it's a movie podcast. <laughs> we talk about nonsense as well, oh. and uh, we talk about the last movies we've seen. We talk about some trailers. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna talk about some Pixar stuff this time too. Some uh, some cool things because <laughs> that really fits the vibe with what we've went through so far. <laughs> hey, if, if Pixar can personify feelings, then I can talk about my asshole. <laughs> okay, we're gonna that's that's enough asshole talk. <laughs> well, then you have to be off the podcast, buddy. Oh, clever boy. Pew, 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 pew. Firing on all cylinders today, just like a Dodge Charger. What? It was the only car he could think of. I could tell. <laughs> <laughs> like, he walked into it. Dodge, Dodge Charger. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Uh, hey, Brady Boy. Yep. What was the last movie you saw? Oh, the last movie I saw. Oh uh, gosh. Uh, oh, it was the movie you assigned to me. Uh, for last week, really? Yeah, that's the last movie you saw. Well, yeah, because I've been watching some TV since then, and I just haven't watched uh, any any movies. I've seen part of a movie, but I'll talk about that a little bit later. Um, but don't do that. Don't do the Ben thing. Where'd you, I'm, Wait, whoa! I'm I saw teasing. parts of a movie. Oh, no, no, no! Not because not because I I, I intended to because of what because of my job and what I did. Okay. You know All this. Right. We talked about this. Oh, I know you. Yeah, don't about be an it. asshole. That wasn't actually in therapy. We just talked about that as friends. Yeah, that was a real thing. <laughs> Uh, I watched uh, The Illusionist, uh, which is a movie that you wanted me to watch um, because you like it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Because uh, movies are hard to come by for you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And you've seen The Prestige. We've all have. This came out much like Dante speaking Volcano. This came out like the same year as The Prestige. It was also a magician movie, an illusionist movie. Yeah. And it kind of got uh, lost in the shuffle because everyone thought The Prestige was the one that was, was better. And it is. And it is. Uh, but this one this one is cool too. It's um uh, has a little bit more of a romance uh, to it. And the. Uh, Remind the, the folks who's in this one. Uh, Edward Norton plays the, the titular magician in this one. And it's. Titular uh, magician, band name called it. It's set in the past. Uh, Dibs. It's set in. What? On the band name. Set in Vienna uh, at the turn of the twentieth century, uh, early nineteen hundreds, uh, and Edward Norton plays this uh, illusionist who's doing uh, tricks, and he is reunited with a childhood love of his that he hasn't seen in forever. Uh, she's um, kind of a, an aristocrat as a rich family. Played by 
uh, Jessica Biel, who's very out of place in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, so she, uh, her, the, the, her family like forbids her from hanging out with this kid because uh, played by a young Aaron Taylor Johnson, by the oh, way. Oh wow! Um, and so kind of forbid them, see, and they don't see each other after they fall in love as kids. Uh, then they're reunited by chance when they're older when she is dating uh, the uh, the prince um, and uh, played by uh, uh, what's the name of the guy from um, Rufus Rufus Sewell yeah Sewell. Count Adamar from uh, Knight's Tale. Oh, I hate him. Of course, he's a he's a villain. Yeah, yeah. You don't like he, like he plays it so well. Oh so. yeah, you're not gonna like him in this one either. Yeah, no. I'd, still, if I saw him on the street, I'd be like, I don't like you. Yeah, you should tell him. I would. I will. <laughs> but uh, so I, it, I would. I will. <laughs> and so what unfolds is uh, they they meet and reunite and they hatch this plan to be together again because the the prince is kind of this uh, manipulative uh, douchebag that she doesn't really want to marry or be with. Uh, and what unfolds is uh, an an interesting Magic. an interesting uh, trick, I guess you could say. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I I think this movie is a lot of fun. It's um it's it, it's pretty cool. There, there's some stylistic choices that I wouldn't have made. I was really annoyed. Uh, in the beginning, and I was really glad the whole movie wasn't like this. But the flashback when you see their relationship as kids, it's done in that old timey fashion where they look make it look like a very old movie where it's like yeah. uh, has flickering brightness as if it's being like shown through like a very old projector, and it just really bugged the hell out of me. <laughs> it, well, especially because the film is set in eighteen eighty nine. Yeah, exactly. Why wouldn't the whole film be like that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did they have HD film by eighteen eighty nine or yeah. what? So right? it was it was it was a weird decision. Um, Who directed it? Uh, Neil Berger. Don't know that. Sounds like a joke, but it's that that's his name. He also did uh Divergent and The Upside. So cool. <laughs> wow. Uh but I like this movie. The one the, the one thing that kind of bugged me though is there's uh there's a a couple few things that they don't really explain and I'm like, "Wait, I want to know how how and why." Well, and, a, a, a magician doesn't reveal his secrets. Of, of course. Uh but you know, it's the, the, it's kind of integral, I think to <laughs> understanding exactly how he pulled some things off uh but it's still i still enjoyed it i still i still liked it for the most part you know i have i have some some nitpicks but i didn't really take away of it from me and it makes me miss paul giamatti i wish paul giamatti was doing more things like he's been doing tv he's been on uh billions. That, that show billions and stuff but i miss seeing him in roles like i like this. paul giamatti a lot yeah he's a good he's a good actor and he's good in this i will say though this this movie has one of my uh you guys clearly didn't see jungle cruise Paul Giamatti was in the Jungle Cruise. I actually haven't seen Jungle Cruise yet. Yeah, he was in but I, That's um, where he's been. This movie also has another one of my annoying things that movies do uh, when they're set in a foreign country and they only give the actors a, a vague, vaguely foreign accent. Uh, and no one's really that good at doing it uh, in the movie at all. Not even Jessica Biel? No, uh, especially not <laughs> Jessica Biel. <laughs> especially not Jessica Biel. Who, I mean, Summer catches Jessica Biel? I don't know how, I don't know how she got in this movie. I just like. Have you seen Summer Catch? I have seen Summer oh, Catch. Oh boy, I saw Summer Catch and it changed my life. I don't know. I think it probably just changed certain things about your anatomy. Man, that's a that's a good movie. It's not. <laughs> it's really not. And I'm forgiving of some silly sports movies like that, but that is not a good movie. No, she's very attractive. Yes, that's very true. Uh, but yeah, she's not great in this movie. Uh, and there you go. But The Illusionist is pretty good. If you haven't seen it, I would recommend checking it out. It's actually for, available to stream for free on uh, Hoopla right now, which is the- uh, <laughs> That's just a made-up thing. That's not a thing. No, it's not. <laughs> actually, and Hoopla- Come on down to Carno. <laughs> no, and if you haven't if you haven't heard of Hoopla, actually, it's great because it's connected- no, Nobody has. It's connected to libraries. And so if you have a library card, you can sign up for free, and they have a pretty expensive library- Expensive? Expansive library. Uh, <laughs> it's free, right? Yeah, it's, it's, it's totally not free. expensive. No, it's totally free. So, uh, do people ask, uh, what's all the hoopla about? 
I think that's why they actually named it that. So it's not really clever of you to say that. <laughs> <laughs> and another free one uh, on a similar way nice, uh, with library nice, cards is uh, Canopy with a K. That's another good streaming service that you can get for free through your library. Are, are they showing movies that aren't on all the ten other services that I subscribe to? Yeah, they uh, they the illusionist. They usually they usually do have stuff that is available on certain streaming services. I think they have like a rotating deal with certain. Uh, studios and stuff like that, where they occasionally uh, get certain things, but the titles like they they have a, a rotating library, and but they they get some good stuff. They you can also watch The Illusionist on uh, Peacock. They especially have um, a good selection of documentaries and foreign films. Gotcha. Um, Unfortunately, it's just all movies that are set in a library, so you can only get like The Day After Tomorrow. Well, I I just didn't know if if it was like. Essentially, the same thing you get on three. Pluto or Tubi or something like that. You I know? mean, you could e- yeah, you could easily find the stuff over there. But the great thing about it is no commercials, and it's and it's you know, so it's Absolutely. you don't have to worry about that. Yeah, John Wick three. No, I don't think they have John Wick three. It's in the library. Speaking, did you guys know that there's a new John Wick movie? What? Did you guys know that there's a new John Wick movie? Wait, what? John? Did you guys know that there's Wick <laughs> four? John Wick chapter four. John Wick foresight. It's a. Uh, it's out, <laughs> <laughs> and it's fucking. Great. And only yeah. and and two out of three of us have seen it. Yes, no spoilers, please. Of yeah. course not. It's we we tremendous. we would have talked about it last week after I'd seen it, but then no one wanted to do the podcast because I was shitting my brains. Yeah. out. Yeah, <laughs> whose fault was that? Not mine. <laughs> to be fair, he said, "If you get me a bucket to sit on, <laughs> I will show up." Yeah, sit on and shit in. You saw John Wick four. I saw John Wick chapter four. I saw John Wick Chapter Four. You did. Now you have not seen it, Nate. Because no. what the fuck is wrong? So with we you? will keep it spoiler I, free. What are, you, I, what, are you, what, no. are, what are you waiting for? What are well, you waiting busy. for? I've been busy, but I also heard it wasn't that great. Oh. <laughs> 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 According to the text text thread that we have, this you fucking guy. Said, I did try to convince Ben that it was. <laughs> yeah, bad, it took about all one yeah, second. Yeah, but it was. Really so, you're so bad. Like you could almost see you Ben. You're really not gonna. You're not gonna like this one. Giggling as you said. I think he believed me until you put my tweet in there. No. Not even a little I bit. I knew he did. My God, this movie's great. It's so good. Oh, my God. Okay. So, so, so without do being they spoiler, re- no, no, just and- say, like, in any way, do they reinvent the John Wick series or add anything? You don't have to reinvent it, but do they add anything to keep you interested, right? That's, that's the thing about, I think, every John Wick movie is that. Even though it has the familiar formula of it's you know the the shoot 'em up action, yep. uh, the close up gun combat and hand to hand incredible stuff at the same choreography. Time. Yeah, <laughs> that's in every single movie. But there's always some new action sequence that just does something that the other ones haven't before. Whether it's like uh, how relentless it is, how how intense it is, how how it's shot. Uh, just it's the because it's from Stad- Chet Stahelski and he is a stunt coordinator and a stunt man himself. He, he gets j- it. He just right? knows what to do. Um, there's a lot of great car stunts in this movie. Uh, yeah, they the, it's kind of like the cars. Yeah. It's kind of like where you go to Mission Impossible to see what the latest like exactly. you know, yep. like. Uh, but yeah, there's the way there's one particular sequence that's shot like in a single shot sequence that's entirely overhead. That's 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 incredibly cool. Um, it's just it's just awesome action and wall to wall and like there are sequences that are just. I, I don't know how they pulled off some of this stuff because yeah. it's shot so well and executed so flawlessly. And Keanu Reeves is clearly doing his own stunts on a lot of these things, especially when the driving scenes happen because there's just no other way you could do it with the way they're shooting it. You can clearly see him physically driving and there's no CGI involved in that. Well, there there is some. because No, no they, I, in yeah. the scene I'm talking about, I don't want to spoil oh, okay. anything, but there's one specific scene that I read about his training and about what he yeah, had yeah. to learn how to do to do it, and I am so impressed. Yeah. Who do you think would win in a fight um, talking about actors that do their own stunts, 
Tom Cruise or Keanu Reeves? Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves. Tom Tom Cruise. That's right. Tom That's Cruise right. would have to have it planned out hey, too meticulously. Take that to Keanu the Reeves bank. would improvise and catch him off guard. And also, off. Tom Cruise is four foot nine <laughs> and one hundred and two pounds. So. Yeah, and half and of think, that is in his teeth. I think Keanu <laughs> Reeves has probably done a lot better gun training. I'm just talking about boxing. But Tom Cruise might be too fast. No, he might be able to be able to outrun the bullets. He's, no, he's he's like six. He's older than Keanu Reeves. Yeah, but have you seen him run still? Like, he still runs like like that like every day. Fine, he should run away from that fight. Because Keanu Reeves <laughs> would beat his ass. He would point break his jaw. Oh, oh, I see what he did there. He'd take him to the lake house <laughs> <laughs> and, and make a romantic meal for send him. him. Send him a fucking letter from the future that says I'm going to kill you. <laughs> My God, what is wrong with you? I like the lake house. So <laughs> I like the lake house. I really do like the lake house. Oh, it's a, it's a, I, a lot I, of people I do. Think I think it's a wonderful movie. It is a, a fun rom com. But John Wick Four is is fantastic. If you if you haven't watched the John Wick franchise, and one that really probably should be seen in the theaters, right? I abs- do I, absolutely. I, it's a long one. It we, is two hours and forty five minutes of pure adrenaline fueled action. But it's uh, I will see this in the theaters it. for sure. It's yeah. just so good. Yeah, and that's that, that's the other thing too is just the aside from just how expertly executed the action is. It's shot in a way where it it's coherent. You know, so so many action movies have a thing where like it's it's this close up combat. It's shot in, in such a, like a janky, shaky, shaky way. Born the Born movies kind of made this a normal thing. Even Chris Nolan isn't the great at greatest at directing certain combat scenes. Um, but like well, Chad's the hell, he just know he knows how to shoot the sequences, uh, and he does it in such a way where like he uses light and color. Like the settings look incredible. Like and like it's just every every shot looks amazing. Was the theater like? <laughs> Was it so dark you could barely see the screen? Because well, when I went to see Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantumanium, I could barely even see the screen. Sounds like was... maybe you were at a theater that probably needs to replace their the bulb in their projector. Yeah, it's it's the one closest to us. So yeah, they're they're probably not the best at maintaining that. I know one time they had a. I tried to go see the Ghost in the Shell live action one. Yeah, and they had a thing where like part of the screen was off color, <laughs> and they're like they're like oh yeah, there's something wrong with like the the silver like so, something. But I'm, we're still gonna yeah. Take I, 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 and I, was, I was like, why are you playing it then? It's like, it's like well, if you like if you don't want to, you like you don't have to. It's like yeah, but I'm here and you've wasted my time. I just watched this movie for 20 minutes and I don't like it now. <laughs> I, I I did read an article. I'll I'll see if I can send it to you guys. You can put it in the podcast notes. But it it was essentially about. How film quality is getting so well, you know, so so good. But there are so many theaters that don't have the uh, equipment yet to yeah. show them at this level. So, like for instance, the Ant Man and Quantumania, Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantumanium, uh, was you know, there's a lot of scenes in there that are pretty dark in the yeah. in the world that they are. Looked beautiful on really high digital course, screens, yeah. but really struggled on screens like ours. And that, so, I mean, and on top of that, aside from some theaters not just being equipped to show the best possible, you know, stuff is like they they're not maintaining it as well as they should they sure. don't, because they're not paying the money to get somebody to come in and do what they need to do. They're running, you know, these bulbs on projectors as long as longer than they really should at this point. Then you should get them replaced, and they just don't have optimized settings, you know, for every single screening. And so it's this is this is why people aren't going to the theater, you know, as much as they probably otherwise should because. You're, if you're going to pay for that experience, they should be delivered to you in a way that's. It better did kind of than, piss me off a little bit yeah, because it, it, it was really, it was legitimately dark. It was like yeah. you wanted to like get your remote out and be like, I'm going to turn the, up the, the brightness up. Yeah, but yeah, uh, it's frustrating. But yeah, see, uh, make sure you see John Wick Chapter Four. I can't wait. If you haven't watched yeah, they, any of the John Wick movies, just make sure you do that. Too. Yeah, they they do such a good job of building this world, and now they are able to capitalize on this world. So they spent the last two movies really showing you what. The Continental is part of the High Table Network and all that. And now it's this movie really 
it's no holds barred, right? Yeah. Everything is is coming into uh, to clarity. Good stuff. It's awesome. Great ensemble cast too. It's not just Keanu. Donnie Yen in particular is is amazing in this movie. In uh, rest in peace, Lance Reddick. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's that. That's a huge bummer. He's uh, he's in this movie, and you know he's been part of it since the yeah, beginning. He's, he's been all the, four. The concierge. Yeah, the Continental, and just tragically died in the middle of the the press tour. I think this is like the first time in a long time that something like this has happened. We actually at Slash Film we had somebody who was doing interviews for John Wick, and they talked to him, uh, did an interview with him the day before he passed away. And oh. So it was it's crazy. We were in New York City over that weekend that John Wick had come out, and we went to the shooting location of the Continental, which is the uh, International Cocoa Exchange building. Well, they like exchange chocolate and stuff? Yeah, it says Cocoa Exchange on the building. I don't think that's what it is anymore, but back in the 1800s, 1900s, huh. it said Cocoa Exchange on it. Um, and uh, there were flowers on the steps. Aww. It was very sweet. Yeah, um, yeah. so that's very sad. Obviously, he was a great actor, and I looked into a little bit of his body of work. He was he was great. He just did whatever he wanted to do. Yeah. He was on the Eric Andre show. Yeah, he was a crazy. He's a crazy, crazy person. He was a great appearance on the Yeah, Eric, yeah. Eric he's, he show. was a crazy person. Like, he, he could do whatever he wanted. Yeah. It was just... To see that uh, somebody with that much having that much fun with their uh, life's their life's choices to be an actor, amazing. Yeah, be more there like was, him to show uh, what what kind of like how nice Lance Reddick was of a person, and also how nice Keanu Reeves is of a person. There's a story, I guess, where uh, Keanu Reeves had uh, the day off of John Wick, and it was his birthday, uh, and Lance Reddick was working John Wick that day, and I guess his wife asked Keanu Reeves what he wanted to do that day, and he's like, I want to go see Lance. And they went to to the set of John Wick on Keanu Reeves' day off just because he wanted to go see Lance Reddick on that. Oh, on that that's so awesome! Yeah. We also went to the theater. You and I did without Ben. We to did see another film. Yes, uh, we saw Dungeons and Dragons: Honor Among Thieves. They did a special uh, advanced Amazon Prime screening. If you have an Amazon Prime membership, you could buy a ticket, and we saw it on uh, March nineteenth, uh, the weekend before this past one. And, and Ben has given this movie crap. He didn't like the trailer. It's a bad trailer. It's not. Because we were excited about it. Uh, I was excited about it, and I was excited I saw it in the theater. I thought it was very good. Yeah, it's, it is great. It is, it's, it's funny. It has great fantasy adventure. It's not the kind of thing where like uh, they're doing a bunch of like setups for future sequels. Uh, there are definitely winks and nods for Dungeons and Dragons fans, but like it's not the thing where like where you. Don't, I know nothing about yeah, Dungeons and Dragons. I, and I, I've yeah. played a couple times, but I don't know any like deep yep. cut stuff. Uh, but it's just it's so much fun. Like Chris the, Pine is at his best in this film. He yeah. is so good. Remember when I said someone said that Chris Pine is at his Chris Pineiest? <clears throat> they used a variation of the, uh, the the actual quote was Chris. It's the most Chris Pine performance that Chris Pine's ever done. They used it in a in a TV spot in a very clever way, alternated with a line that he has. And so I that, mean, I like that though because it's a good thing. Yeah, because when Chris Pine is being Chris Pine, yeah, it, it is like uh, it's, also it's a very hard thing to. It's to explain to somebody. Yeah, it's it's Captain James T. Kirk, Chris Pine times. You know, like he's just he's so good in this role. Yeah, um, and he's, and the rest of the cast is as well. They're very yeah. good. Um, everyone, it really is great in this movie, and it's just uh, the comedy is is fantastic. The, okay, fine, I'll see it. No, it really is one of the funniest movies I've seen in a long time. It is really so. God, so I'm still so I forgot this even. Existed. I don't know if I'll say it's one of the funniest movies I've seen in a long time, but it is. But for a movie like this, it wow. is. And wow, it is, Nate, wow, it no, is very, it, it is very it probably funny. six months for me. The funniest movie I've seen. Well, for, you need months. to watch more funny movies. But I, I, you guys know the movies I watch. Yeah, you watch <laughs> Fiddler on the Roof for <laughs> yeah, the big day. Or just about like because you just stop. You you need to stop watching like dead parent movies. Uh, Nate, what did you watch this week? And I watched the sad divorced father. <laughs> Two. 
They made another one, and I sat through it. And then I watched a Hallmark so, Christmas movie. It is the only comedy I've watched in the last six months, and up. the best one. That um, what did yeah. you, you watch? I watched Manchester by the Sea, <laughs> Marriage Story, and then Flight. <laughs> what? Why Flight? Well, I needed an uplifting film <laughs> after. It's kind of a plain joke. <laughs> okay, but it. it comes out what this weekend? It does. It comes out this weekend. Uh, I hope people turn out for it. I really because I, I this is a I universe, would love to see a sequel. Yeah. I know you say they don't really have to have a sequel to this, but I, no, no, I, I I want to see a sequel. I I like these characters, and I would like it's to a good see world them to build. Yeah, yeah. And I know I told you this last time, uh, but it's it's Jonathan Francis Daly and Jonathan Goldstein who who directed this and wrote it, and they just they did they knocked it out of the park. Okay, so Nate, what else did you watch, buddy? Um. I was assigned a movie by my uh, buddy Ben. You said one of your favorite movies ever, uh, called Wild. It is a film that <laughs> stars I, Reese I Witherspoon. I didn't. This is Brad's pick for you. He knows. Uh, yeah, but uh, the listener might he's, not. He's a rascal. The listener might not. He's a rascal. Uh, but now so, it makes it sound like I didn't. Re- <laughs> I wouldn't recommend Wild. You probably wouldn't. It's. I mean, I, it's a good movie. Have you seen it? No. <laughs> so it's like it's like The Revenant meets Goop. What? Um, <laughs> That's, I don't a, know, that's, that's a weird that's response. That's a great way to describe it. <laughs> is it really? <laughs> no, it's not. No, but it is like, it's like a, so uh, a woman's life isn't working out the way she wants it to, goes on this uh, journey down, I forget what, sh- what trail is that, that goes down the, the Pacific, Pacific Crest Trail. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's kind of a finding yourself type of film, kind of, you know, um, Man, it's been two weeks since I saw it. But Reese Witherspoon's character is somebody who has done some she's got some gnarly she's shit because her she, she made her, some bad decisions. These kind of things had right? kind of a broken family, and so she like she like got into got into heroin. Just kind of really wasn't like going down the, the right path, and so in order to kind of like reclaim herself and like reset things, she uh, goes on this Pacific Crest Trail hike, which is like this crazy long thing that goes up the entire like West Coast. Like hikers do this. It is a thing that yeah. people do. But she does uh, Lord it on a whim? in it as well. Yeah, like not on a whim. Like she plans for it, but she has no hiking experience whatsoever. Like, like she decides to do it as like just a thing to like because she like feels like she needs to do something like this. Um, and so like you, you kind of go along with her and like, like she, I said, it's a journey movie. Like yeah. she's on a journey, like you know, physically, but also you know, personally, spiritually, these kind of things. It and cuts so. it cuts back and forth between her being on the trail and then, like, flashing back to, like, pivotal moments, like, in her, like, life. It's a that, good like, movie. That shape it, it, who it, she is. It's not, I mean, it, it is. Like a, like a slumdog. Kind of, yeah, actually. It's, a, it's, it's very it's, close to that format. I don't like it as good as Slumdog. It's not as heavy as Slumdog, though. It's, um, does it's she get pretty fucking heavy? Does she heavy, get covered in human feces? No. Yes, yeah, I'm saying. Nor, nor the end scene of Slumdog, like you know, where my heart breaks before they get into like the Bollywood dance scene. Um, that's just the credits. But, uh, but you know, with his brother, that scene always breaks. I listen. Um, but no, it's a really good good film. Reese Witherspoon's great in it. She won um, the Academy Award, right? I think. She- I don't know. For this one, I mean, pretty sure she did. Did she? I don't know if it was that good. It's it is that it is that. Good. No, it's not that good. Um, it's good. Oh, fucking. This is like uh, leave no trace, right? I said, no, it's, leave, it's, it's leave fine. no. No, this leave is tra- no, no trace no. is I said, way I said better. It's fine. Than like, this. It's great. It's the best leave no ever. trace is way better. It's than good. This. No. That's not even remotely true. This this is this is more. Uh, no, she didn't win. She didn't really? win. The no, she got she nominated. nominated? Okay. Yeah, this movie is less of a slow burn than Leave No Trace, uh, because of how the narrative is structured. Also, not as good. That's not true. The a little perform- bit more the, wild. The performances are are better in this movie, and this. Oh, stop! They are. You're embarrassing yourself. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you to go fuck yourself. 
and I and I mean that because I saw when I saw this movie in 2014, it was well, when it came out, and it was uh, I I had no expectations of it whatsoever. I there was no excitement or anything like that. Uh, I had I had nothing nothing to relate to in this movie. Like I I, that, I never I, that, it does shock me a little bit that you I you never I this. never experienced any of the the woes of this character or anything like that. But I I watched it and I was so caught up in it and I loved it and like it like it, it crushed me and it was my favorite movie of that year. Are you kidding? I'm not even joking. This was my number one movie of that year. I I fell in love with this movie and I I, I love it dearly. It it didn't hit me like that. I, I liked it. I did like the. That's film. crazy to me it for somebody who me. has who like cries over everything. This is like such a harrowing drama. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> not everybody has the right, hey guys, reaction hey to guys, every movie, Brad. The, the year that. Reese Witherspoon made this and was nominated for an Academy Award. Here are the other Best Actress nominees. Julianne Moore for Still Alice. Marion Cotillard for Two Days, One Night. Felicity Jones for The Theory of Everything. Rosamund Pike for Gone Girl. And Reese Witherspoon for Wild. Who won? I believe it was Marion Cotillard who won. Sure. Julianne Moore for Still Alice. Whoa. Did she really? Yeah. I still haven't seen Still Alice. I haven't either. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry, she's still Alice. Probably not as good as Wild, though. <laughs> but yeah, Wild's good. I think, Ben, I think you'd probably like it because you, you, I guess, maybe have a better heart than, than Nate does. Well, now I got to watch it. Did you watch anything else, buddy? <laughs> I, I did see Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, of course. No, I've been I've been watching like Brad. I've been I think I've been watching more TV lately, trying to get you know Ted Lasso started, uh, Shrinking ended. Watched um, two episodes of Shrinking. I know this is not a TV podcast, but I, I want to let you know, buddy. Well, because I, I, I have the first two episodes. It's very good. I've been bothering you for a long time it's, about you this. Have, I'm glad it's you finally watched good. two it's episodes. Very good. But dang it! Like watch the freaking thing. Okay, like, we're going to sit down but again. Watch, I need to thirty watch, minute episodes. I watch a lot watch, of stuff. You can watch like four episodes a night. It's fine. Let's just stop the podcast. I got to go watch Shrinking. I watched Wednesday. Ah. Did, did you? Yeah, it's fine. Mm. Oh, okay. Mm. It really is. It, it's like it, it. It's fun. It, it, it's it's short. Fun. For me, after Harry Potter and after Stranger Things. Oh my God! If you if this this is it is undeniably a Harry Potter TV show, just with macabre humor and and the Adams family at the center of it. Response, that, Nate. Response. It is one hundred percent what it is. There are fun aspects to it. I like the development of Wednesday as a character. I like the ensemble. Uh, but like to me, the mystery wasn't super compelling, just because uh, you know, it's it's not hard to like to 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 take a good guess and figure out what's what's happening. Like f- from from the get, I I had the mystery. So you saw that coming out. from Tuesday then. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, it is it is it is a perfectly fine adequate show. I don't understand all the hubbub. It's about fun. It. It's fun. It is a fun show. Um, Jenna Ortega does great as Wednesday Adams. It's fun to see her. Jenna be- Ortega is pretty good as Wednesday Adams. She is no Christina Ricci. Christina Ricci as Wednesday Adams is she's fine. Christina no, Ricci. Christina fine. Ricci is is great as Wednesday Adams. Jenna Ortega. Just because is, you is had fine. a crush on Christina Ricci growing up, I absolutely had a crush. Yeah, and on I, you Christina know Ricci. I prefer Shia LaBeouf as Indiana Jones, but sometimes you <laughs> know. It, first of all, his name is Mutt, <laughs> <laughs> and you fucking respect this. I thought you were going to say, and you but fucking I, but know I, it, and you know his name is Mutt. This We've had be, conversations about Mutt. This can't be derivative of Harry Potter. Adam's Family is like 40 years older oh, than Harry that's, Potter. That's right. And if there's one thing I remember about the classic Adam's Family comics and movies, it's that Wednesday went to a fucking academy that was just like Hogwarts, except it had a bunch of fucking you other clearly, weirdo kids in it. You clearly didn't see the third season of Adam's Family. <laughs> <laughs> he was too busy watching the Munsters. It is, it is 100% a, yeah. a Harry Potter Do you Potter like the Munsters film better? 
the, the I, new monsters. I haven't watched it. Yet. Oh, you know what? I, we, we we're, we're, we're supposed <gasps> to. We're supposed oh to. my god! Can we make that the next movie? Uh, uh, no, no. Oh come on! <laughs> Nate's gonna throw come it up on. already. It'd be fun. Uh, let's do it around. Like, let's Halloween. do a vote. No, we're not voting. Oh come on! Brad raises his hand too. Put your hand down. Put your hand down. Two against one. I think we watched oh, the monsters. Yeah, this is voter manipulation. Yeah. Oh, on your face. It, whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Don't threaten me with a good time. I'm putting my hand down. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. We'll talk about it later. No. Uh, um, anything but, else, buddy? Is that, is it? No, that's it. Right. What about you? Uh, I was assigned the big fucking giant by Bradford Omen. No. By Nate Lowes. Why does everyone keep saying wrong things? <laughs> I, it took two weeks. I, I don't remember. I don't remember anything we've done. Yeah. Because it was a Spielberg film, the so BFG. I figured like, you're the one that would uh, recommend that. No, Nate's the one who's been giving you three Spielberg films. Yeah, just really <laughs> trying to get me up there. I'm hoping you like them. Hey, they, you, they're good. Hey, did you finish Lincoln, you stupid I fuck? Did. Yeah, he dies. Uh, <laughs> uh, so Spoiler alert. <laughs> it's a real big hole in the head. Um, no, the BFG. Uh, did you watch it, really? The, oh, of course. Don't, don't of course me. I've had two like, weeks. Of course. Oh, no, no, yeah, I watch them all. I watch them all. You know what? I watched it because I was finishing it up as we would have started recording the last episode. Like <laughs> like five minutes ago, and then I checked my phone. I'm like, oh, we're not recording? Oh, well, I'm ahead. I'll finish it then. <laughs> no, no, I watched it. Um, I, I don't know that I could see anybody else in, in that role other than, than Mark Rylance. Like, he, he's Is he so good in it? Such a great voice actor in, in, in that way. Um, his, his delivery of those words... Uh, I can't even come up with one right now, but like, you know. Hey, I'm the big fucking giant. Oh, wow. <laughs> hey, it's me. And big me. fucking yeah, giant. Man, big fucking giant over here. No, but he, there's those words like, like I, I don't know, this uh, one. Uh, snapper goblin uh, or something. A, like, yeah. a scrum dragon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a hip, a hip apartment. Oh, uh, fucking cum dumpster. Whoa. <laughs> uh, that. Brad did watch a different version. <laughs> Jesus Christ! You are just so spicy tonight. <laughs> You're so spicy on Pornhub and You're the one it. saying all these fucking like nasty ass words. No, that's not. No, <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I believe that Nate said squab gobbler. Gray. <laughs> you can't just throw that around these days. It's a bit of a squabble posh. Ugh, gross. No, so was, I, I wanted was, to give you was, a funner movie. Uh, it was adorable. I, I've it been was adorable. giving you here's, some heavy films. Here's what I don't understand. I, um, I I liked everything about this movie except for, for whatever reason, they were like, you know what we should do? We should have the scene where the giant eats with the queen be 37 minutes long. Like, that scene is so long. And it's so weird to me. Ben, have you ever had dinner with the queen? <laughs> you, they, you don't try to rush it, that. Yeah, right? it's kind of a fucking big deal, <laughs> it too. It was... So strange to me that they like the chose... queen just the queen just has like appetizers and goes. I There's mean, like yeah. multiple like deals. I'm not joking. I would love to see how long that scene is, but it's probably 15 minutes of the whole movie is set in that one location. I have not read the book, and I don't know if the book it has, must because yeah, a long wow they take forever with that. And I I was starting to get really bored because I'm like, okay, I get it. It's the same joke over and over. Like, had you well everything's big for a giant. Here's you, how much food you'd have to give him. You know, it was just very strange. Had you not had dinner yet? I had had dinner. I was eating when I watched it. Oh okay. Yeah. Have you seen it? Yeah, yeah. I saw it in theaters. It's pretty. It's pretty good. It's no, not, it's good. I like it's, it. it's not one of my favorite Spielberg movies. I didn't. I didn't love the child actress in it. I thought that she. Oh, wasn't, I think she's good. She wasn't very good. She's charming. That's all. I think she's a nice, nice little girl. Um, nothing wrong with her. No, she, she's fine. But yeah, no. Other than that, it was it was good. It was good. Um, I did watch another movie. What? I watched uh, Pinball, the man who saved oh, the game. Oh, did you watch I it? I did. How was it? It's great. It's great. It's or? great it, because it's great. It, it's great because it knows what it is. I want to. I want to clarify. 
Did you say great? Yeah, because I saw the trailer and this did not feel like a great movie. It felt like a this is like a good movie. No, no, I, 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 I did want to see it. It's great. Are you biased? No, I don't really think I am. Here's why I think it's great. It's a movie that knows what it is, and the stakes are very low, and they don't try to do that. They don't try to make it a hyper drama of of any of the stuff that happened. And the way they tell the story is awesome. What's it about again? I forget. I know I sent you the trailer. No, <laughs> at, the, at a time, pinball used to be illegal. Pinball was illegal right. in the United States up until 1973. And this is a real- freaking 73? And this is a true story uh, of a guy who worked for GQ that found pinball and fell in love with it, found out it was illegal. And illegal? Then, Why would it be illegal? Uh, it I think was, it was tied to gambling, wasn't it? Was it was manufactured. Like, a lot of these games were manufactured in the same places that were manufacturing slot machines and things like yeah. that. And they- because people didn't understand what pinball was, they thought it was just a game of chance. And so this whole movie is about showing that it's not a game of chance, it's actually a game of skill. And so it, the this court case, well, court case, this guy actually went to the New York City Council and played a game of pinball in front of them to prove that it was skill and, and won them over, and they changed the law. So he's like the man who saved pinball. It's a real thing. The way that they shoot this movie, though, they have an actor who, I, everybody's seen this actor, uh, not, uh, the, I don't know what his name is, he's a little older, they play. He pl- he plays the guy. He plays the older version of the guy. And the movie is we are interviewing this guy about the 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 day that he saved the day. Yeah. And so then they cut away to the younger guy when they're telling the story. Yeah. But then he interrupts a lot. He's like, eh, that's not how that happened. Hold on a second. Your guys are just trying to make this sound way way different than it was for your little movie here. Yeah. And so he they just kept. It's the interplay between him and the interviewers, and then the real story. And the 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 storytelling of this movie is very good. And again, super low stakes. Nice little romance. There's a romance in it. How he meets his wife and stuff like that, and just it's just a really easy watch. And that's why it was an hour and a half long. And I just really enjoyed. They didn't they didn't waste any time. They got right into it. There wasn't any um yeah any it, it didn't drag. It really it doesn't have it has uh I've seen him in something. Mike faced. He's in yeah. something. What is he in? He's the guy. He's the guy. He's the young guy. I know, but what is he in? Why don't you click his name and you'll find out. That's how IMDb works. <laughs> Oh, he was in West Side Story. That's what it was. Um, so but anyway, it's not a huge. It's not like a, a major cast. He's the guy. No, he's the guy. It's, who, indie, no. it's truly an indie film. Yeah. He's the guy who plays Griff in West Side Story. It was great. It was great. I really, I really enjoyed it. I think that you, you guys would like Griff? it. Griff. Yeah, isn't that his name? Riff. Griff. <laughs> like Gryffindor. You know, get the hell out of my car, <laughs> old man. That's Biff. Wow. And then Biff Mad Dog Tannen, from the third one. And then Sif. From Thor. Hey, stop raw dogging me. Ugh. What is this from? That's from the BFG. Nope. It's from Shrinking. Harrison Harrison Ford says it like a thousand times. The BFG. Love it. Uh, Yeah. Also, very very weird title. Why? Everybody's going to think Big Fucking Giant. Well, I don't think they did when he wrote the book in like well, times have changed. Seventy, yeah. It's not, they, didn't, they didn't call it like Charlie, <laughs> Charlie the fucking chocolate factory. <laughs> Pinball, the man who saved the game. Check it out. Yeah, it's Where, fun. It's like, a fun movie. Is it I on it. anything? I rent no? it. Okay. Yeah, you have yeah. to rent I'm it. I'm a little biased because I have an arcade, so I really see. Want to I check do it. it. I, I asked you. No, you no, said no. No, no. I was biased to watch. I it. asked him, and he said no. To, to you, did, you did say no, you weren't biased. Yeah, to watch it. No, I said you were biased. I was going to be pretty harsh on it. He said no. I would have liked to say, like, ah, this is dog shit. Don't watch he it. Said it's, no. It will ruin your interpretation of the game. It's a bad movie. No, it's a good movie. He said no. Okay, wow. So, I, yeah. Hey, you want to talk about trailers? Uh, it's trailer time. 
Oh, you're kind of jumping ahead. I didn't. Maybe, maybe I wasn't done talking about the movies that I've seen. We already talked about every movie. We really no, went I, through. We I went through. I didn't actually we went through. I didn't actually. But someone, like, we someone took to over my part of the conversation. Well, ben asked me, and then we moved on. No, yeah. and, then, and then somebody else went, moved, and moved into my my conversation part. All right, hey, Brad, I got a question for you. Yeah. What's Have you seen anything seen? from Pixar lately? Yeah. No, no. Before, before I do that, I saw a good. Oh my god! I saw a good person, Zach Braff's new movie. Uh, oh it's, yes! It's in limited theaters now. It'll be expanding to more theaters this coming weekend. Um, it is his uh, his his fourth feature film, and it's a uh, it's a drama. And fourth, yeah. He did Garden State. He did Wish I Was Here. He did Going in Style, and then he did this. Going in Style, yeah. No, going in Style, Going in Style is the weird one. Yeah, <laughs> no shit. Uh, he know. I think he knows that too, though. <laughs> um, I didn't hate it, but yeah, it's it's not great. It's not great, but, but I yeah. Hate but it. so well, you liked RV, so. Who's RV? Because I may have liked it. Robin Williams. <laughs> no, I don't like RV. No, anyway, I like the one with Jason Sudeikis in the RV. What oh yeah, we're the Millers. Yeah. <laughs> Two completely oh, hold on. movies. You know what? I did like that other one. Like, don't don't try to be like I like. Okay, no, 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 no. Those are two way different films. <laughs> <laughs> They're both set in RV. You know, I like uh, I like uh, uh, I like old dogs. Well, well, you know what? I did like Power of the Dog. So <laughs> that's yeah, they are yeah, good. <laughs> good. Uh, but no, yeah, I watched a good person. Uh, this is a movie that is about uh, Florence Pugh. She plays a young woman who is uh, is responsible for the death of her sister in law just before uh, she's about to get married um, to her her brother, and there's a tragic car accident, and it's a year later, and she's. You know, hasn't gotten over it, um, and she is addicted to OxyContin, which was prescribed to her for the, the pain after the accident. And it's her kind of trying to like dig out of that hole and come to terms with uh, what happened. Uh, meanwhile, Morgan Freeman plays the, the father of the, the woman who was, was killed and also the man who was supposed to marry Florence Pugh, and their relationship has since de- uh, dissolved. And it's just it's a very heart, hard-hitting kind of drama, and it could easily be a melodrama, but... Uh, for me, in in the hands of Zach Braff, he has a very he's a very gifted uh, person when it comes to writing dialogue that sounds authentic. Uh, the performances from the actors are, are great, and and to me, it just it, it it worked. You know, it doesn't reinvent the wheel, uh, but I feel like I felt like it was a really good drama for what it was. It reminded me of uh, a James L. Brooks movie, who's done stuff like Terms of Endearment, as good as it gets, and that kind of thing. Um, and I actually I got to interview Zach Braff about this too, which I was really excited to do because uh, I think I've mentioned this on this podcast before, but Garden State. Uh, his first movie that he made back in 2004 was kind of a life-changing movie for me, along with Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. They both came out within a few months of each other in 2004 as I was graduating high school and going into college. And they both kind of changed my worldview of like movies and the stuff that I like to watch. It really got me into indie cinema. And so I got to talk to him about that and ask about Garden State. and just um, it was, Did you mention Nate and I? You know, I tried, but he said, hey, don't, don't do that. He really he said. It. He said, "Don't do that." Yeah, he said he shut it down. He didn't want to hear about like any any anything about my friends. No, but did you, did you tell him though? Like, no, no, no. This is good. And let me tell you about my friends. Yeah. Did, did I, you say how much we like Scrubs? I try. I like Scrubs. I love a Scrubs. Lot. He said, I, "I like I like it a lot." So when I tried, I tried to tell him. I says, "Hey, just you know, my friends, they go. They really like Scrubs." And he goes, "He goes, hey." He's like, "Don't fucking talk about that. <laughs> Don't fucking talk about that." He got really mad. Yeah, so, I'm sure he did. <laughs> I, I'm excited to see this film, and I really did love your interview. You did a great job. I know I told you that privately, but you did a great job with that okay. interview. Um, but a lot of people are critiquing the film because they say it's just 
like overly depressing. Like, did you find it? Oh, overly you're depressing? gonna love it. Then, I mean, it, it it is a sad like, well, movie, that, but that it doesn't it doesn't have any hope in it. You know? No, it... no, I disagree with that entirely. Okay. Like, yeah, there's there's definitely hope in it because the whole movie is about like is about like finding a place with where you can be you know comfortable with yourself and come to terms with like the the things you've done even if they're not necessarily like is it a redemption arc at all or is it just yeah, trying no, to uh, find co- no. your your place in the world after a tragic event both place it's both it's it's both world. Florence Pugh is a character who who f- she feels lost uh she she hasn't fully accepted responsibility for for what happened uh and she's still she's still coming to terms with with a lot of it and so yeah Sounds there's like, like somebody i know there's definitely what, why are you looking at me well he's a pastor he's he probably knows a lot of people like that so it's maybe it's you that is thinking something i mean he's literally looking at me when he said it though well he can only look at one of us but he didn't look at you well he's not he doesn't have two different eyes that go different directions you think he'd look at you and say that no i haven't killed anybody that's fair <laughs> But no, it's I, I really liked it. I feel like critics are be, are being a, a little a little harsh about certain aspects of it, but um, I, I, I am very excited. I, Morgan Freeman's always great too in yeah. these type of films. I feel like um, yeah, it's good. I like it. Can't wait. I liked it. So yeah, there you go. Um, and what so, else did you watch, Brad? Well, I got to see thirty minutes. Oh. <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny, but this it is motherfucker. <laughs> I just got back from Pixar Animation Studios. I'm, I'm just trying to... Actually, that was a little contagious, Nate. I'm not going to let you... Hold on. Go on, man. Please, keep talking. Fucking pieces of shit. I don't even want to do this fucking podcast. You should be the one that's tired. Why, Brad? Ugh. Went to Pixar <laughs> Animation Studios in San Francisco or Emeryville, I guess. Um, and so they uh, every now and then Pixar has these early press days for their new movies. Uh, I've been a few times before. I went for Cars Three, Incredibles Two, and uh, Onward, which was the last Pixar movie so, that got released. All in the, the crappy films. That's not even remotely true. Cars Three is the best of the franchise. No, uh, Incredibles Two is pretty good, even though it sounds good as the Inc- nope. Incredibles. And Onward is just okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say I I there is a part of me that is not necessarily looking forward to but I want to rewatch Onward especially uh, in the wake of my father's death to see if it maybe hits in a little bit more maybe of don't. a maybe don't meaningful way maybe don't ever I don't know I, don't know. I feel like you it's going to make me cry a lot Yeah let's just not do that just put you want some alcohol just shove it all down that's a good solution that Ben. The Ben Conowitz way. The you ben got Conowitz. You got feelings I'm drink sorry. alcohol and squish it down I'm sorry is it, uh, can you understand the worst come out of my mouth <laughs> But uh, this is the first movie that will be uh, released by Pixar in theaters since Onward. Because of the pandemic, they have sent a few movies to Disney+. Plus. Uh, Turning Red was supposed to get a theatrical release, but then we had uh, the uh, the Omicron, I think it was, that surged back up. And they're like, yeah, oh. I never saw that one. We're going to hold on. You haven't seen Turning Red? I haven't. It's so good. It's the only Pixar it's movie good. I haven't seen to date. It's really good. Uh, but so they have I might a new, have to sign it for you sometime. They have a new one coming out this June called Elemental. We've talked about it before. They had a teaser trailer for it. Uh, and it is a, an original story uh, that is from Pete Sohn, who's the director of The Good Dinosaur. Although Pete Sohn uh, inherited The Good Dinosaur, it's not his. It was his own movie. He you took, don't have to explain it. He it's took fine. it over from. The good dinosaur but you, is fine. That's actually the way he says it at dinner parties. You know, I actually inherited that. It wasn't my original. <laughs> just <laughs> be careful. I mean, just just, you know. just put it out there. You he know. took it over from uh, director Bob Peterson, who uh, previously worked on Up. And uh, so this is a movie that focuses, it takes place in a place called Element City, and it's uh, it's definitely Pixar doing a full-fledged romantic comedy where it follows uh, a woman made of fire named Ember who meets a guy made of water named, named Wade. Oh. Named Wade. And uh, it it's it, this this meet you that unfolds and where they spark this relationship and uh, just it's just really just lovely kind of thing and like for me 
it's the both the charming uh, dynamic of the the two characters and their relationship and how they meet, and just the really creative world building that there is, like the way that they've made Element City and designed the characters and just just the little flourishes and touches that make it truly original is really cool. They showed us uh, thirty minutes of this movie at Pixar. Which was basically the the opening like uh, fifteen minutes, and then three or four other extended scenes uh, from the movie that really set the stage and give you an idea of like what the world and the characters. I are know like. that that's a very cool thing, but at the same time, is it is that hard? It's because, dumb. Like, Show you the freaking film. That's no, because no, because what they because like, don't cause, you want to enjoy the film as the film though? I, I still can because like they, they never show you anything that that's, no, you that that spoils it, and like what, what the the intention of these press days is is to kind of like lay the groundwork of like. What what to expect and like I know what they want out of it. Yeah, but I'm saying for you as a not as a as a as a critic, but as a film enjoyer. No, I don't know if you still enjoy films. No, because he hasn't watched a movie they liked in like 20 years. Yeah. The reason I especially like doing this with with Pixar is because when they do this, like there's a whole presentation that comes with it. Like they dive into the the visual development uh, and how the story evolved and like talk about a lot of different intricacies. And so I get to see all this footage and then like learn a bunch of stuff that like everything that that went into it and for me it gives me even more of an appreciation than i otherwise might like there there's there's very like detail oriented things in the animation that i feel like audiences won't pick up on when they see it in theaters that are that are just really cool things like yeah cuz they're all dumb it's no it's not a matter of dumb it's 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 just stuff that you won't be able to easily notice uh, or, but I'm glad they spent a lot of money on it then wow uh, or really get like a grasp on like just just how how intricate it is because like You'll see these characters, and you see like Ember's made of fire, Wade's made of water, but like the the difficulty of like what they had to do in order to do that is is crazy, and like just the, the way they talk about like developing exactly how they moved and like establishing the the rules for how the characters like interacted and what they could do with them, and so like they just like like one of the like things that they talk about is like uh and in ember's eyes like her, i mean her entire body is is made of fire and so like it's constantly moving and everything like that which is a challenge in itself but like even even her eyes her pupils uh they're they're well, not fires. they're not they're not fires but they're not stable they kind of like wave a little bit in the same way that fire does it's 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 not like as chaotic as fire but like it has that quality and like wade like the uh, the, the water character uh, he like the way his body moves is like it, obviously it's liquid and there's like little quick moments of physical comedy where like if he quickly moves out of like Ember's Ember's way, uh, like there's a part where like uh, his head like for a split second detaches from his body as he moves and there's just, there's cool little stuff like that and like you just see like uh you can see like the bubbles I- inside of his body you can see like there's there's ripples when he like parts of his face move and stuff like that uh and it's just really cool to like hear about like the development of like how how they did that and like w- one of the crazy things with Wade is that uh water obviously is transparent you know you can you can see through it and they, but they had to figure out a way to make it so that it didn't he didn't look like glass because when they made it too transparent it didn't feel like water and so like they have to make it kind of realistic but also stylized to their animation and because he's partly transparent he still has eyes and like teeth inside of him so they can't make it fully transparent because and they showed like the like, model creepiest yeah fuck. of his eyes and his teeth and ah! it's like ah it's like, jesus <laughs> christ and so they have to make it so that he looks transparent but you can't see like the back side of his eyes <laughs> yeah, or, or no like or his shit. teeth yeah and so like it's cool stuff like that ember would be like oh water person oh my god <laughs> hey brad um you just call him Bradf? Brad. Hey, Bradf. No, it's Bradf. Oh. It's short for Bradford. Hey, Bradf. Um, Bradf. Bradf. Uh, there, there's nothing. I, I don't want to see this. 
Whoa. Are you serious? Yeah, I don't want to see this. Um, it, the animation does look beautiful, so maybe I'll see it for that. Did you watch the new trailer? Yeah, it, it just doesn't. It doesn't look like it's doing anything new for me. There's nothing. So I will it. say, I, like, I know you're, it, you you got all this in depth stuff for it couple, just seems couple like of average Joe's here. Yeah. it's like this seems so easy. Yes, like the it, story. You know, what, you know what Bennett reminded me of. It's like what SNL would do to parody a Pixar movie. Hey, here's fire and here's water, and they're gonna it's, fall in love. It's but I, wait, it's, it's what I could have seen if Pixar was like, oh, we're starting out. Yep, this yep. is the easiest That's thing in the exactly. world to That's do. That's what it feels like to me. So, again, it's Pixar. I trust them, so I'm going to see it, of yeah. course. But I mean, it, you got to admit, it, like, this is the most basic. No, thing. I do. I do generational think, trauma has been like pretty played out in Disney and Pixar films. So this isn't really a movie about generational trauma. Um, it sounds it, like it in the trailer, though. I, I was surprised that they they feel like that they're hitting that a little more, but yeah. it it doesn't feel like it's about generational trauma because she's her family at least in the stuff they showed isn't super overbearing cuz she like uh she's kind of keen to take over the the family store and whatnot where the pressure comes in is that uh her her on her dying you, you know deathbed her grandmother told her that she wanted her to to marry somebody who's who was fire and so like, is it that like west side story played out in a so like in, in a, should, but like you you act like that that story hasn't been told like tons of different times but but for like and what what makes it unique coming from pixar is the world that they've created for it. And so like and and also the performances. Like that that's always what makes like any story like this feel different even if it's even if it's it's similar. And so it on on some level I I agree there's maybe an uphill battle because it does feel easy. It feels familiar. But the the voice the voice performances, the characterization, the animation and the world itself that it's set up in is one of those things that really does have some Pixar magic to it because I admit that I wasn't necessarily like super jazzed about this movie before i saw it but having seen this footage like i was actually impressed by what they had and to me i like it because i like movies uh that it feels like it's emulating based on what, I, what i've seen uh moonstruck guess who's coming to dinner the the big sick my big fat greek wedding um and and there's there's even a little bit of you've got mail in there and for for me it's the idea of that this is tied to both uh an immigrant story and that it's also Pixar doing a romantic comedy for the first time their way uh, that I think works for me. That that's really cool. Well, uh, excuse me, <clears throat> you're disgusting. <laughs> but Wally was a romantic comedy. Wally is a romantic comedy, but it's it's not in the same way. Wally is more of a straight up romance than a romantic comedy. There's some funny stuff, but like it's not tied to the. It's hard to do a typical romantic comedy when your two characters are robots who can only say even well, Wally. Uh, up, up is a romantic comedy. Up's not a romantic. Yeah, comedy. the little boy and him. They ah. Uh, <laughs> Ed Asner is dead. <laughs> Speaking of which, they actually also showed us uh, a new his corpse. <laughs> they also showed us a new short uh, that they're doing. That's kind of a, uh, an epilogue to Up. That it's um, it was inspired by them doing uh, these Doug Days shorts about the dog on on Disney Plus. Uh, but they came up with an idea to do one focused on Carl. Uh, and they got Ed Asner for one of his final performances, uh, and it's about him getting psyched up to go on a date with a woman uh, who fancies him, and that that one pulls at the old heartstrings. All right, um, so. I, I guess I'm just afraid that this is going to be another light year for me. A beautiful animation because I, I got really excited oh, about light year. I'm sorry, here's another Pixar movie I did not see. I, I got very excited about light year because the trailers were beautiful. They they made a really good. I will say the film doesn't sound like the the film wasn't as good animation wise as the trailer was it sounds like the, the what you've seen of this film it is every bit as beautiful as the trailer is but it just it the, the story just you know 
I'm so grateful for the stories that Pixar has told. Wally, um, I, I will even include Turning Red in there. That just seemed stories that I aren't always told. This just seems like the one of the first times that I've seen Pixar tell a story through creative means, but tell a story that just seems stale. And maybe it's not. And I, I trust that. And, and so if you for say all scared, the stupid fucking Christmas movies you watch don't that have the Christmas. exact same stupid romance angle, oh, it's just snowy and oh, this nice. This is this podcast hey. is not, which is not engaged in whataboutism. Wait, okay, wait, wait. This is a standalone thing about Pixar. It's not because he's complaining that no, the story feels listen, stale. Listen, listen, and there are so many movies he watches that have the exact same story my all mom, the time. My mom died on December twenty third. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. That's not true. <laughs> I was like, did she just, did, isn't it the anniversary of her death like yesterday? Here's, here's, a, here's the thing. Even wasn't it literally, wait, is it no, today? It was it January. Today? No, her birthday oh. said it, but no, no, it was January. Even, even if it was true, I knew that he was trying to pull some bullshit, and I was not going to let that happen. <laughs> he didn't even let it, no. he didn't even care if it was true. <laughs> there was there was, there was was something sneaky afoot there. You were there. incredulous as a motherfucker over there. <laughs> I, don't, I don't care. I, Brad's face said this. I don't know where this is going, but I'm going to cut this shit off. <laughs> Sometimes you just got to take a chance. <laughs> oh, jeez, OP. Anyway. Okay, so, Elemental, yeah. see it or don't? Yeah, I, I, it's fine. I don't give a shit. <laughs> do, no. do whatever the fuck you want to do. You know what? I will. I need to catch up, though. I, I Even though I've heard that Lightyear isn't great, I'd still like to see it because, you know, I'm, I want to be a completionist with the Pixar movies. It? You know, I think it, I think it's worth seeing. I don't think it's, it's particularly great, but it's it's fine. It's, I, I have a very high view of Pixar, though. So to be, uh, um, you know, and it, and it's hard. Again, Pixar keeps on releasing films, and I expect them to be better than the ra- the the last. Sure, right? of course. Um, and they don't always hit that mark. Where are we so. at time uh, timeline wise right now, buddy? Fifty seven minutes. Cool. Um. So yeah. So well, we basically talked about the ele- new Elemental trailer because Nate's not impressed by it. Uh, sure. No, the but- trailer looks fine. Nate's not impressed by it. Uh, ben, ben can take it or leave it at this point. No, I'm, I'm going to see it. I, I do want to see it. I'm going 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 to get some gabagool and a wash elemental. It's going to be in theaters. I want people to see it in theaters just because it's the first Pixar movie since Onward to come back to theaters. And I'm going to watch it on my phone. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, so Elemental has a new trailer. If you haven't seen that, check that out. Uh, go to Slash if you want to read my more in depth thoughts. Uh, I did a I wrote up a whole thing of uh, footage reaction from what we saw. We'll have some more articles about the, the what I learned about the development and making of the movie as well later this week. So feel free to check that out on SlashFilm.com along with my Zach Braff interview. I am more intrigued to see, to see this now that you just described kind of some of the little animation tricks that they've used and details because i do kind of want to see that thing that's so. good i hope i hope so i hope i'll be the story probably will suck but i will watch it for <laughs> the animation the story doesn't suck it's it's charming as a meat cute yeah, it's, 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 steam. yeah very charming. Brad steam. loves a meat cute he loves a so meat much cute. steam i love meat <laughs> it's cute it's cute how much you love meat it's cute how much i love meat joyride joyride is a trailer we watched and it looks very funny and what was the next trailer we watched then? Little Mermaid. Uh, stop that. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, we watched a trailer called Joyride. This is a movie that recently premiered at South by Southwest. Um, it is a an R-rated comedy. Looks hilarious. Yeah, it looks- it's the kind of movie we always talk about they need to make. 
Yeah. R rated adult humor. Come on. And not only that, but, but like good humor. Yeah, yeah. Right? Good humor <laughs> and and focused on uh, uh, a, a quartet, I think it is, of, yeah. of women and Asian women as well. So, like, really, d- not, not just letting the boys play in the, the raunchy comedy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Gotta get the ladies in on it. Wow. Uh, but no, it's. Boys, <laughs> For all the talk there was about uh, movies like Bridesmaids and The Heat and things like that, like uh, getting, you know, women on the same ground as far as like raunchy comedy that usually is reserved for, you know, like Seth, Seth Rogen and uh jason siegel and all them there still wasn't a lot that came after that that mm-hmm. you know where there where there really was a change train wreck came out after that but that wasn't like the raunchiness yeah that was just more of a romantic it, comedy i think it's just with a, some raunchy elements. Train wreck, yeah. there was also rough night there was girls trip you know so yeah. th- there were definitely some but like there wasn't this like overwhelming change i think there was a little bit more of an interest but it, it still kind of waned off do you think that that uh it, i think that though like after bridesmaids to throw a really random movie out there, uh, like a movie like Office Christmas Party, right? Love yeah. it. That wasn't about it's okay, but that wasn't about like three dudes, right? It was it was an ensemble cast. Yeah. There were women and men, so I think it did change a little bit about you know keeping women in the raunchy parts of movies as well. So I or mean, at least changing the dynamic that yeah. there was. Yeah, it doesn't always have to be a, a buddy. I really like liked a, Office Christmas Party. I thought it was hilarious. It is good. I think I think it's okay. No, but you're wrong. It's okay to be wrong. That's no, okay. You don't understand comedy the way that is. Um, but no, so this is directed by uh, Adele Lim, who uh, wrote Raya and the Last Dragon. Produced uh, by Seth and Evan, though. And Crazy Rich Asians. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, it's it's good to have Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg throw, saying, yeah. throw their name behind a movie like this. Um, because it's perfectly within their style. Yep. Like, it, it feels like uh, The Hangover and Super Bad and those kinds of movies. Uh, and it, it just looks really funny. Um, it looks hilarious. It yeah, really does. I'm fully on board with this. And it has, you know, a, a great cast, too. It's got uh, Stephanie Hsu from Everything Everywhere All at Once, who was nominated for an Oscar for her role. Uh, it's got Ashley Park. It's got uh, Sherry Cola, who is uh, hilarious. I actually saw her in a Sundance movie um, earlier this year that she was uh, quite the scene stealer in. So, yeah, Joyride. I'm excited to see it. Me, too. I'll see it in theaters. Me, too. Yeah, me, too. But not with you. Yeah, I'll see it. I don't want to see it with you because I'll see it with Nate. we've already established that you guys don't want to laugh at funny things. So, <laughs> the little speaking of another funny mermaid. movie, yeah, yeah, a, a new Disney live action remake of an animated classic. Because the we wrong fucking one. song. No, it's ben. a whole new world underwater. Uh, a whole new sea. I'm gonna call you the C word. Whoa, you already said another really nasty thing earlier. So. Cool friend. What? Actually, I said the C word earlier too. <laughs> said cum dumpster okay oh my god <laughs> i don't know why that is so visceral and hurtful i don't like that i don't i don't like that i really don't i it makes me that word? a little bit no no the, the just batting with the dumpster like this all together like oh my god what is, what is wrong with you i don't know it's like a phrase that smells <laughs> and not in the way you want it yeah, to and I'm like, oh i can smell that phrase. i don't know that says more about you i think than it says about <laughs> me <laughs> listen we've all been out the, the back of an arby's before oh that's way worse so little mermaid releases on <laughs> may 26 uh some songs directed by rob marshall who's playing ursula uh, Melissa, Melissa McCarthy. McCarthy. oh i didn't recognize that voice you know there are a lot of people that were kind of giving you didn't that- recognize her face either I didn't really see it. No, there were a lot of people giving that casting some crap, like early on when this was announced. And I think just the trailers, kind of, she's won some people over already because. Well, I mean, she clearly disappears into the role a little bit. I didn't really, I didn't really recognize her. Uh, David Diggs is in it. Uh, Jacob Tremblay, uh, Jonah Hauser or Jonah Howard King, I think is his name. 
Uh, and then is it Haley ben- Bailey or Holly Bailey? What? How do you Halle, Halle, Bailey. Halle Berry. Halle Bailey. What is she from? Like, I feel like she's a big she's, deal now. <laughs> I don't know. Who uh, she is. K- K-pop. She's a recording star. Okay, so she's music. Yeah. Um, but it's it's one of those things too where I I haven't seen a live action Disney remake that I have loved. Um, the closest I would say, and this isn't necessarily one that people immediately think of because. Uh, it's so different from the source material, but Pete's Dragon. I love Pete's Dragon because it's it feels like uh, kind of like an ET movie. Now I haven't seen a live action remake of a Disney movie. I, I just haven't. Seen are you one. serious? I haven't seen any. Of them. You haven't seen any of them? I no. liked Christopher Robin. That's not a remake though. That's that's an adaptation of. Like, I like to say it's a remake. It, but you, <laughs> oh, okay. No, I saw Jungle Book. Sorry, I did see the Jungle oh, okay. Book. Okay, my brother. Jungle, Jungle Book. My brother worked on it. Jungle Book is good. Jungle Book. I think Jungle Book is one of the you better like, ones. You didn't like Mulan at all. I think Mulan is fine, but I also, I also don't have uh, much of a reverence for the original. See, Mulan. Bailey loves my girlfriend. Bailey loves the original Mulan. Loves it, and we watched it, and she's like, "Meh." Yeah. Well, it doesn't have the music. That's the problem. Um, I, that, I, that I also liked problem. Cruella, and you could say that's an adaptation too. Yeah, that's also not but. I'm, I'm talking. I'm talking about the the live action ones, like the that, Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, Cinderella, Cinderella, Aladdin, they're, they're almost Poppins, like shot for Lion shot, King. like shot for shot. Uh, you didn't like Cinderella? It was okay. I don't. I, I didn't even know they did a Cinderella. It was the first I, one they I did. I can't remember. The first one they did. Yeah, wow. No, Jungle Book was really good. I, yeah, I really Jungle Book that. is good. But that's also John Favreau. I mean, how do you go wrong? Yeah, I just for me, uh, there's just there's no beating the original animated movies. You can do so much more in animation than you can with these live action ones. Uh, I know. I feel like they're for a new generation. You know, I, I'm actually kind of excited to see Peter Pan and Wendy. I think it looked fine. That one, I think, actually doesn't get. I find it's funny you say that because that's directed by Dave Lowry, who directed Pete's Dragon. Okay. So I and I, w- I was surprised that the footage they showed uh, at D23. There's a trailer out now. I don't think we, have we talked about that on this podcast yet? Uh, D23. Yeah, no, we no, did. No, 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 no. we did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we totally did. We don't need to talk about it again. <laughs> have we talked about the Peter Pan and Wendy trailer that came no, out? No, because we were going to, but then we replaced it with, I think, uh, Joyride. Fast X. Ninja Turtles. Okay, I sure. think that's what we replaced it with last sure. time. But yeah, we haven't talked about that yet, but that looks, I think, uh, surprisingly good. I, I was impressed by how good They're that They're also looks. remaking Snow White. They're remaking everything. Nate. Yeah, they you know, remaking you know who's going to be Snow White? Rachel Ziegler. You know who's going to be the evil queen? Uh, Gal Gadot. Not gonna buy that. I'm not gonna buy that. Gal Gadot is a like a an, an evil, evil queen. person. Yeah, no, I, I don't know. Don't she brought it. Imagine into the yeah, world, I, I, and that's enough. Whatever. Yeah, Nate. Maybe maybe you can imagine that she can be the okay, evil I just, queen. I just literally just said that Nate, was she literally the joke. The Nate, maybe you can imagine. Oh, I, I, just like, like not even. Wait Nate, a, Nate wait. can you imagine all the people? They're also making um, a Muf- Mufasa movie, live action film. Well, they're making a Lion King prequel. Mufasa, the Lion King. I know Mufasa, the Lion King. Yeah, because that first called. one was so good. Do you know who's directing the Lion it? King? It was great. Barry Jenkins. Barry Jenkins. Yeah, that's the only reason that I have any any remote interest in seeing it. Barry wow. Jenkins, and then the director of Moonlight. They're making a Hercules, directed yep. by Guy Ritchie. Hey, hey, Nate, I'm gonna say it again. Uh, if there's a Disney animated movie, they're, they're probably turning they're into they're a live it. action one. I know, but I'm just, these are the ones that are already attached. They are making a sequel to the Jungle Book. Directed by John Favreau. Well, maybe I think that's only, that was announced a long time ago. But like, there's nothing that's actively happening because he's busy with a little show called The Mandalorian. Yeah, I didn't know he created that, by the way. Yeah, The Mandalorian. I didn't know. I mean, did I, you I listen knew, to him on the? I knew he directed. Did a you lot listen of the to episodes. him on Smartless? No, no. And I knew that he's he great on there. By the way, wrote a lot of the episodes. I honestly just didn't know he created it 
like we we just we're, we actually got into the second season. We're starting to watch it. Yeah, you're just making created a, by. John you're Favreau. also making Wait, a movie called created it. Tink. Good lord, that guy is so freaking talented. Yeah, he really is. He really is. Except for except for Cowboys and Aliens. It's a, it, that probably was wasn't fine. his fault. Was you know fine. what? I'm willing to it's bet fine. that wasn't his fault. No, no, it's his fault. No, no, I mean, uh, it was his fault. He talks about it on on Smartless. He's okay. like, he's uh, like, that was my fault. Well, no, he's like, <laughs> he's like, I was doing pretty well. And then that <laughs> Are you really does. Oh like, my god! And then nobody wanted to give me a shot anymore. Um, and it was the Which Iron Man films that crazy like crazy yeah. to me that like, oh anyway. Uh, and then and then not only did he, I mean, like a lot of people credit him for essentially cre. Like he's the one that made the MCU the MCU. Of course, right? yeah. He was the one who pushed for Robert Downey Jr. It's and insane to think when you read that story about like nobody wanted Robert Downey Jr. People didn't trust John Favreau. Everybody thought it was going to fail. And then people in the Star Wars world credit him as one of the key elements in kind of reviving so much, especially the TV universe that they have right now. And so, I mean, he is just a he's just Dave Filoni as well. Like you know, mm-hmm. these these people are just. They operate on a different level. Yeah, he's wow. incredible. Yeah. Anyway, Little Mermaid. When does it come out, Nate? It comes out uh, May twenty six, two thousand and twenty three, the year of our Lord. That's this year, and uh, yeah, it looks it looks okay. You know, I mean, uh, yeah. It, there's what, nothing yet, and, and, and again, I will say the some of the some of the footage looks really really good. I think that Halle Bailey has uh, a very impressive singing voice. Yep. Um, this just isn't a movie where I feel like I need Javier to see Bardem, it. Javier I'm sure is going to be great as the seagull. <laughs> yeah, as the seagull. But no, there, there, there was nothing that about this that said, "Oh, this looks like an interesting, like interpretation yeah, of exactly Disney's you know film here." So I don't know. Maybe it'll be fine. So what for me, and and this is the benefit that I I do see here is that. Uh, I'm sure people out there have seen the viral videos of young black girls reacting yep. to seeing yep. a, an actress like Halle Bailey. You know, I get I, em- identifying naturally, I get emotional when yeah, I watch them. identifying, yep. seeing that in a character. That's a beautiful thing. I think that's one thing that these live action remakes are good for because they don't really get to see that in the older animated movies. So if that's the benefit that comes from this, that's great. I hope it's great. Yeah. I really do. But so there you go. I want you to both check your phones. We're going to be playing a game that I created called Marshall Madness, because it is March Madness time. And what we did is, because Rob Marshall has... Direct- Wait, you were going to let me do a game? You have a whole spreadsheet. What? You were going to let me take over and just do a game and then not play this? Well, you created a game. I wanted you to be able Dude, to play that's, the game. you're the nicest person in the world. Like, you, you were literally just going to be like, ah, I know I created this whole thing, but like if he's got a game, I'm going to let him shine? Yeah. Dude. You like creating games, too. But, I do, I do. Um, I love you. But I always have one, just, just in case you don't have time. But um, i got to say, Nate, here's the thing. Uh, I... I, I appreciate what you're doing, but this feels really derivative of other brackets that I've seen. Oh my god! Uh, it just feels kind of stale. Just feels kind of stale. To me. All right, all right. The rules of this game, I will post this online on our social media page. You can play it as well. So uh, what I did is I took um, the marshals, the famous marshals uh, that have created and directed films, and we put them into a bracket, and we're calling it Marshall Madness. So these are films by Rob Marshall. Penny Marshall, Gary Marshall, and Thurgood Marshall, and Frank Marshall, <laughs> um, Supreme Court Justice Thurgood Marshall is a lot on. of home videos, a lot of really great home videos, <laughs> yeah. and so these are all films that I, again are mostly highly rated. If not, uh, I think are some of them are well liked, even if they're not highly rated. 
Um, and we're going to put them against each other. I'm going to ask these boys what they think. If they don't agree, if they one goes on one side, one goes on the other, I will be the tie-breaking vote. All right, let's start here. And again, I will post this on our social media page. You can follow along so it's not as confusing uh, just by following our voice. All right, the first one is... Do you want to read just all of the movies yeah, and sure, their, and their sure. rankings just so people yep. that are listening have a, have a all reference? Right. Is this a game? Yeah. Yeah, it is. No, it's going to be fun because we're going to talk about these films. All right. Okay, so. Listen, Brad, you have done nothing. I'm, what? You've not contributed You've anything to this what? podcast. And so, and he's taken the time to I'm do just, this. I'm and just, you're just shitting well, all no, over No, no. I'm just asking. It is March Madness. All right? It is March Madness. <laughs> and we're playing Martial Madness. <laughs> yes. Let it happen. Just let it happen. Just because just just it's a basketball one, thing for doesn't mean you have to Don't let fucking Ben and I have this. Nitpick and just, just be along for this. Just just be yes anding. Just Just say yes. It's fun. But is it a game? Oh, my God. <laughs> All right, number one, big. Say it again. <laughs> big versus number 16, Congo. Number four, A League of Their Own versus number 13, The Princess Diaries. And don't hate on The Princess Diaries because I like it. Number five, Mary Poppins Returns versus 12, Riding in Cars with Boys. Number eight, Frankie and Johnny. Have you guys seen Frankie and Johnny? I have not. I have not. Nope. Verse number nine, Pretty Woman. That one's going to win. Uh, number seven, Into the Woods. Verse number 10, The Preacher's Wife. Number six, Eight Below. Verse number 11, Alive. That's an interesting race. Um, <laughs> number three, Chicago. Verse number 14, Overboard. Uh, the original one, not the one that was remade a couple years ago. Oh, why? Number two. Because a marshal didn't have anything to do with yeah. that, Brad. Well, that's what Number two, Arachnophobia. Verse number 15, Nine. That's confusing. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Real quickly, let's go through these. Number one, big versus number 16, big, Congo. Big, it's big, it's big, it's, it's big, big, it's right? big. It's so, big, right? So, wait, is this just uh, like what we what movie we enjoy more? Like we what like I mean, better? Whatever you think better, is the better one. Yeah, is what, the better film? What's, what, 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 yeah, just pick one. Like okay. which one do you think is the better film that you like more? It's big. All right. It's big. It's big, right? It's big. All right. Number four, let's go with uh, A League of Their Own versus number 13, The Princess Diaries. It's A League of Their Own. Yeah, it is A League of Their Own. Uh-huh. Do you guys like a Princess, The Princess Diaries? I haven't seen the original seen Princess Diaries. Are you, you guys haven't seen The Princess yeah. Diaries? No. What is wrong with you? Well, I'm not a 12-year-old girl in 2001. Uh, you were, though. Um, <laughs> <laughs> number, number five, Mary Poppins Returns versus number 12, Riding in Cars with Boys. Have you guys seen Riding in Cars with Boys? I remember seeing this... A long time. I yeah, remember. same. My, my but mom I don't had me watch really it. I remember it. I'm yeah. going with it. Riding in cars with boys. Are you? Yeah, because I, I don't. Really I'm going with Mary Poppins Returns. Poppins. Oh, that means I get to be the tiebreaker. Mary Poppins Returns wins. Okay, yeah, it's the right choice. Uh, Frankie and Johnny versus Pretty Women. It's pretty, pretty, pretty woman. Pretty sorry. woman. <laughs> pretty woman. Uh, Into the Woods versus The Preacher's Wife. I have not seen The Preacher's Wife. I think that has Whitney Houston. In it, it does have Whitney Houston. In it. Have you seen it? I have not. So into the woods? No, I'm gonna say preacher's wife. I'm gonna go preacher's, preacher's wife. Yeah, because I don't think into the woods is very good. Yeah, I, I I didn't love it either. But um, eight below versus alive. I'm not gonna lie, I'm not alive. sure what alive is. Wait, the plane crash movie. Correct. Where they eat people. Yep. Nope. Are it you serious? Like, you've never seen alive? I don't know. Somebody's getting to sign. You're getting to sign that movie. It's uh, it's a true story about a plane crash yep. of a soccer team and they had to eat each other to stay alive. No, no, I, I remember watching that's, this. That's the Showtime series Yellow Jackets. I'm watching that right now. Well, they did it at first. It was called Alive. No, I mean, it's I, did you see this? I remember I seeing oh, this absolutely. when I was like 12 or 13. Me too. It Good. scarred me <laughs> for life. Like humans are gonna, because it's the movie is about the decision to do it more yeah, than I don't it is know, about doing I don't, it. Yeah, I don't know anything about this. It's fucking. I mean, I yeah, remember, you really it, it. It fucks you up a little bit. 
Uh, so hey, you want to get fucked up a little bit? <laughs> hey, Brett, you want to get fucked up a little bit by a movie? You want to get fucked up a little bit? No, I'll eat a fucking person. Did you, did you see? <laughs> did you see Eight Below? Uh, no, no. Did you? Isn't that the the Jason Biggs Snow Dog movie? <laughs> oh no, it's the Paul Walker Snow Dogs movie. <laughs> no, Eight Below is I Cuba, Cuba Gooding Jr. Snow Dog movie. <laughs> no, that's Snow Dogs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not joking. I forgot. No, Eight Below is the Paul Walker one, isn't it? Oh, it is. You're right. Yeah. That is the Paul Walker. Did you see that? No. Okay. no we're going with a live. <laughs> we're going with a live on that one. I agree. All right, uh, Chicago versus Overboard. Chicago. I loved Overboard. Chicago. I'm going with Overboard. Chicago, I loved Overboard. Chicago. This is a tough one, then. I'm going to go with Chicago. Oh, yeah. You fucking musicals. Smart choice, You name. fucking musicals. Arachnophobia versus Nine. Arachnophobia. Yeah, Arachnophobia. Nine, Arachnophobia. Is, nine is supremely disappointing. All right. Let's go with Big versus A League of Their Own. Big. I'm going to League of Their Own. I really do like that movie more than Big. I'm going with A League of Their Own as well. Are you it's fucking an upset. kidding me? No, I, I really, dude, that movie's amazing. It's great. Yeah, it's very good. It's not big. What? It's it a pretty big movie, though. Big, There's a big cast. Big is like one of the all-time great Tom Hanks performances. It is. So is The League of Their Own. It's There's yeah. no crying oh. in baseball. I, I love how stunted you just made Brad right there because he was like, "I ah, know it's not." Oh fuck. no, there no, no, is. no! I'm not. I'm not agreeing with it that at all. Big, does Big have because, Gina Davis in it? Because it's that it's, no, it it's that one line that you remember, and Tom O'Donnell Hanks is good in it, but it is a nope. small supporting performance. Hey, hey, I'll vote for Big if it has Madonna in it. It doesn't. First of all, if Madonna is your make or break for a movie, then like no, I just no, get, a new, a bunch get a new compass. Like everyone, it's Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> hey, I love so, I love Exit to Eden. This is the fun thing about Martial Madness <laughs> is sometimes there's upsets and a league of their own wins. All right, moving on. Mary Poppins Returns versus what did we pick here? Um, pretty pretty woman. women. Pretty woman. Pretty it's one one woman. She was very pretty. Who cares? I don't even want to be around anymore. (laughs) That's fine. We'll decide on our own. Pretty woman versus uh, uh, whatever the other one was. It was Mary Poppins Returns. Yeah. And we're going pretty woman woman for sure. Are we? Yes. I mean, Brad and I are. Well, if you guys go, then I have to go as well. Uh, The Preacher's Wife versus Alive. Alive on that that one. I'm going to go with Preacher's Wife. Alive is the winner. Um, Chicago versus Arachnophobia. Arachnophobia, because I love that movie. Yeah, it's, it's arachnophobia. It's a, it's a tough one, though. It's arachnophobia. It is arachnophobia. Yep. All right, arachnophobia versus alive. Alive. Ooh. Arachnophobia. Ben, you've seen both. I have seen both. Jeff Daniels, John Goodman. No, arachnophobia is the right choice. Nests of spiders. It is. All right, arachnophobia is in our uh, top two then. Uh, moving on, we've got Pretty Woman versus A League of Their Own. League of Their Own. Yeah, League of Their Own. Oh, so you didn't vote for it last time. But now I have to because it's <laughs> one of the choices and it's better than A Pretty Woman. All right. So we've no, got- No, no, no. Hold on, hold on. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. We're good. Sorry. Number four, A League of Their Own. Yep. Versus number two, Arachnophobia for the win of Martial Madness. Ooh. It's A League of Their Own. I gotta go with League of Their Own. Yeah, it's the better film. Arachnophobia is a lot of fun. It's fun, but, but League of Their Own is a great now. Arachnophobia film. is at ninety three percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Ninety three. A League of Their Own is only eighty one percent. Well, they're wrong. League of Their Own's the. Uh, this is an upset. Own, this is an upset. It's folks. a better movie. It's only an upset if you invest in Rotten Tomatoes being right all the time. All right, A League of Their Own wins Martial Madness. A number four seed, and honestly, this year with the real Martial Madness. Yep. Anything could happen. Anything could have happened. San Diego State could win the national title. I know. Isn't that crazy? It's nuts, actually. Wow. What do you, what do you Basketball, think guys. 
Uh, top top notch thrills here at the old basketball. Brad's mad that he just saw a bracket. Real, real, <laughs> the, old, the old basketball arena. Real quick. Hey, Brad. no, I like a good bracket. Brad, real quick. Not a game though. Uh, I just said San Diego State. Yeah. There are three other teams. Oh in yeah. The final four. Oh, I haven't paid any attention I know. to. If you can name one of them, okay, I will buy you a steak dinner. Um, gosh, uh, San Diego State is one of the four. Yep, there are three other teams. Um, <laughs> they've been on every the front page of every major Northwestern. Oh, that's a good guess. They were in the tournament, so I'm going to give you. That. <laughs> they were. They were in the tournament. They are not. So Gonzaga. Nope. They nope. just lost. Nope. It's, uh, it's How far did they make it? Uh, to the elite eight. Elite eight. Yeah. yeah it was okay. close. Okay. okay. So yeah. See, you know a little uh, bit. You know a little bit. Let's see. I'll, I'll one more guess. Okay. Like one more. Sure. Three, three slots. Why not? Why not? <laughs> um. This actor is known for <laughs> Syracuse, CSI. Wait, they didn't even make the tournament. CSI, <laughs> CSI. No, it's, uh, it's. I almost said Miami University. Damn it! I should have. No, it it's Miami, uh, and then there's um, uh, UConn is back in it, and then F for Florida Atlantic. Is that the other one? The number five. It doesn't matter. That's a fake school. I mean, seriously, that's what I said. Doesn't even sound. Like, I've never even heard their. School Miami beat before. Indiana, and so that's why I'm glad they're in because if they're going to beat Indiana, they better take the whole damn thing. Who 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 sucks at basketball? Purdue. Yeah, they did. I yeah, heard they, they did real they, bad. They, so yeah, it is. It's pretty, a number sixteen seed. It's pretty amazing though that a four seed is the the top team. Yeah, in like the, the, the that would be the favorite. Yeah, you know, to win. That's insane. So welcome to basketball corner of Go Flicks Yourself. Ooh, we did it, guys. Yeah. Oh, we, we should have done a Marshall. basketball movie. Uh, Marshall Madness. Well, okay. you know what? I'm surprised you didn't do an Eminem movie, Marshall Madness. That's a smile from Nate Laux. That's a, that's a <laughs> smile. That's a smile. <laughs> All right, boys. We got through another episode. What do you think? How did we do? You know, I think it was fine until we got to like your opinion part of it. <laughs> <laughs> the part where you started talking. Such a <laughs> like, yeah. No, no. I mean, I think Nate probably made me more upset than Ben did you, this time. You I did, did actually. I, I, I found the buttons. Tonight. You really I did, did find the buttons. And honestly, you were primed to go. And so, Nate. You knew that, and but how about the Tom Hanks A League of Their Own one? That really shut him yeah. down. Yeah, it did. It really didn't. It, it did though. <laughs> it didn't. He listener, well, he's going to edit it, so there's not going to be a gap at all. You have no because like, but there, but, there was a, but there, listener, there's an, there's a no, different no no. Like, it was, did you hear this? It was a uh, uh, no yeah, yeah. no <laughs> no. It's it, it, seriously. Uh, I don't even know why you think that. It uh, is it, was, uh, it is shock. I, you know why I think it? No, because it, we shot with our own eyes. It's shock to sit there and think that you could say that the supporting performance by Tom Hanks in that movie is better than the lead performance in Big, one of his most beloved performances. There's a line that everyone remembers from League of Their Own. Tell me one other part of League of Their Own that is a great part of Tom Hanks' performance. His piss. Yep. What? He, he, pe- pees. he pees. Do you know like, who cares? You should watch the film. Oh, oh it, my it, god. It's a great funny hilarious. part. Oh my god. That is not even, Oh, you can't even compare. Well, yeah, you can't. We performance just in Big is so much better. It's fine. It's fine. He you're did just, a great job. You're like you're 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 trained. Hey, he hey, hey Ben. Hey Ben, who am I? <laughs> oh, it's Brad. We got him. Snap. <laughs> Snap back to reality. Oh, there goes Nate. <laughs> Marshall Madness. Hey guys, if you like this podcast for some reason, <laughs> go ahead and give us a couple of a couple of stars. Couple old, like your roots. Couple like your Come on. Yeah. You know you want to do it. Yeah. We're glad to be back in your ear holes, and we will be back next time. Until then, Brad, where can the people find you? Oh, I'm on slashfilm.com. Cool. Nate, I write about, about I write oh. about stuff, and on Twitter at Ethan underscore Anderton. You can find me fucking around. Really just trying to move on. Nate, how about you? I'm on the Twitter, at least for another day or two. <laughs> Until <laughs> it all comes shit. collapsing down. I'm going to lose my blue check mark soon. So. <laughs>
I mean, why? Did your credit card get declined? Yeah. Uh, but also, uh, f- find, our, find us at our website, goflickyourselfpod.com. Uh, all of our back episodes are there. Give us a re- review again. Yeah. They just mean a ton to us. Also, yeah. make a comment. Any comment. Yeah, tell us what you like. <laughs> this is why people don't comment. This is the reason. Yeah, because <laughs> top, 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 what you like. What do you do? Why are you talking like a fucking whistle? What you like? You sound like a train whistle. Yeah, that's how you sound when you're asking people. Legitimately, just you know, if you like something, comment it. Hey, you know what? What's the last movie you saw? Hey, friends, if you like it, you know, maybe maybe write something about it. Throw a comment out there. That's all you have to say. Friends, you're fucking cum dumpster. Oh, bye everybody. Bye. Nah, cheating, eh?